What's up, all you almost 30-year-olds? This is the show with Edmund Mitchell. You staying home tonight? I hadn't planned on it, no. Plan on it. Oh, we got a different intro. Oh, we're hitting that different intro because this is a special episode. I'm Raymond Arroyo. Yeah, we got the soundboard here. I'm Raymond Arroyo. Just trusting in the soundboard. I'm Raymond Arroyo. We'll see you next time. Oh, yeah. What is your question? Just hitting that soundboard. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see my my moves here. Wow. We're just blowing through nap time, aren't we? Oh, just hitting the soundboard. Ninja. Yeah, we're just oh, we're just jamming out. This is a special episode of the show. I don't have too much to talk about. Let's have some announcements. Yeah, we got the sound where we're just like mixing this live. Throwing in a fart. I'm going to throw in a male laugh right now. Do you like that? Here we go. Here you go. Wait till I finish the question. I'm Raymond Arroyo. I'm Raymond Arroyo. I'm Raymond I'm Raymond I'm I'm Raymond Arroyo. Yeah. Uh, we got some news. We're gonna we're gonna hit you with some announcements about the podcast. We're gonna hit you with some questions from Instagram. Through a little painful time, never hold anything back. You hearing that right now? Pick which side you're gonna be on. Pick it. Pick which side you're gonna be on. Pick which side you're gonna be on. Or get out of the fight. So how many of you guys have ever seen a baby? So how many of you guys have ever seen a baby? Oh man, this is getting funky. Oh, I just want to eat you up. Oh, I, oh, oh, I just want to eat you up. <laughs> so how many of you guys have ever seen a baby? Through a little painful time of self-renunciation. So what is your question? All right, that's enough of that. Man, that was fun. Man, I like that. Here we go. Welcome everyone to the podcast. This is a weird episode of the show. It's probably going to be really hard to get guests to agree to come on the show after this podcast episode, but um, that's how the business works. This is how it works. This is the podcast. I just, I just, I just turned this on because I just wanted. I want to talk about some quick updates about the show. We're putting the show on pause. The show is going on pause for uh, just a few weeks. We're going to be doing uh, a few things that I want to tell you about. There's a few updates I want to tell you about. Hopefully this this song is about to end. It's just going to fade out real smooth. You're listening right now to the hottest podcast, the hottest semi-Catholic podcast out there, man. It's hotter than a Michael Voris hit piece. It's hotter than Leah Darrow's shoulder pads. That's right. That's right. This this semi-Catholic podcast is hotter than an intergender uh, breakout session at Seek 2019, which I was not a social media influencer at. I was not invited. I think that was a mistake. I think uh, 17,000 young adults showed up, and they were all in one building. The tension in the air was electric. And uh, I think Seek 2019 was a conference I wish I could have been at. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I felt, I felt 
waves of temptation towards jealousy. I was tempted to be jealous because it looked so awesome. And who doesn't want to be in a glass box podcasting with uh, Luke, uh, last name withheld, or Michael Gormley, or uh, Catholic stuff you should know, or uh, Catholic married couple uh, dot com, right? Uh, donuts. Who doesn't want to do that? Huh? I wanted to be there. But that's okay because the beauty of the internet is you can do whatever you want. And so I just decided I was going to cover Seek from the comfort of my own home. And they're live streaming all of it. So I could do, I could do that. Um, my favorite, the, my, I am a secret fan of Jennifer Fulweiler. I think she, she makes me smile. And I don't consume a lot of her content uh, because I'm on a diet, but I don't, I don't actually listen to a lot of her stuff, but I follow her on Instagram and I just think she's, I, I love how like out there she, like she just puts herself out there and she's not afraid of, of, um, yeah, she's just not afraid of putting herself out there. Um, and she was given a talk and a guy came up on stage and I would, I'm going to try to get the the footage of it. It's been turned into a GIF, GIF, whatever side of the country you're from. But um, it was hilarious. This guy walks up on stage and Jennifer, the consummate professional, she turns because she thinks this is like, this is an MC or this is, you know, this is someone, someone of authority coming on stage. I mean, you don't just walk up on stage with Jennifer Fulweiler. She is tall. She will throw you. So, uh, so <laughs> this guy walks up on stage and is holding his holding his iPhone. And I'm not making fun of him. I mean, I like it's all look. He's a he's probably a beautiful man of God. Um, but it was just hilarious. It was just a hilarious situation. Somehow he got up on stage, which I think I think uh, Curtis, if I can call you Kurt, I think we need to maybe reevaluate this the stage management, security management, but. He just walks up on stage and feels like uh, God has God has given him something he needs to share. But Jennifer is like, "Oh, you, uh, you need to share. Some, is there something important? Is there some type of emergency? Uh, is the hotel on fire? Um, you know, it's just a strange situation. This guy comes on stage, and Jennifer then embraces him as a man of God. You know." Hey, this is my friend. This is my friend. Uh, and then he said he had something that he wanted to share. And she said, all right, let me finish my last point. I have a point. I have a last point that I want to, I want to get off my chest. So I thought that was hilarious. So welcome to this weird episode of the show. We're here. We got YouTube going this video going on YouTube. If you're, if you're watching at home on YouTube, uh, be sure to hit that like button and subscribe ring that bell. Uh, if you're not on YouTube or you're not watching this or on Facebook, I have a spaghetti squash here um, to help me feel that summer summer's coming, you know? Anyways, I'm getting, I'm getting carried away. I'm getting a little off track here. All right, here we go.
this podcast is hotter than a gingerbread making competition. Okay, next. All right, that was all I got. That was all the, the jokes I had. So um, just some updates real quick, some announcements. The podcast, we're going to go on pause. After this episode comes out, we're going to go on pause. We're not. We're going to relaunch parenthesis like open parenthesis season to close parenthesis. I mean, it's not necessarily, I mean, I don't want to get all official with seasons, but uh, we're going to, we're going to take a couple weeks off. Why, why do you ask, you know, why do I, I ask why, and you ask why, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, I feel like it's a good point. It's good. It's a good time right now to just put, put a little pause. I want to rebrand some things. I want to tidy up some things. Uh, behind the scenes, I've just kind of been running and gunning, just kind of throwing this stuff together. I want to tidy up a few of my, you know, the process of the podcast, maybe give it a little bit of a facelift for both the video, the audio, uh, the the cover art, uh, and then some of the things we share on Instagram and give it a little bit of a facelift. Um, if you're interested in helping with the show, I mean, we got Ian. We got Allie, we got Johnny, we got Nick. But, you know, if you want to get involved, if you want to make, a f- you know, cover art, if you want to make little video clips or like weird things like that, like reach out to me on Instagram. Uh, we're also doing a studio renovation. You can see behind me if you're watching the video. We, ch- we uh, painted this back wall black and we got some plans for this back wall. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not sure if I like it. Just with the lighting, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure things out with the lighting, but we're thinking about we're thinking about stenciling something here in the center, um, you know, some other things, you know, maybe a big deer head, not joking, and the bookshelves and stuff. But to give us a little bit of like a photogenic backdrop, and and just to give the studio a little bit of a facelift, um. You know, so we're renovating things, we're moving things around, we're working on equipment, we're getting new equipment. So I need a little bit of a pause, if you will grant me that, a little bit of a pause to figure things out here in the podcast studio here in Grapevine, Texas, the Christmas capital of the world. Uh, You'll notice we're moving some things around. We took out these bookshelves and stuff, which were kind of, they're kind of catty corner back there. We're kitty kitty corner catty they were maybe kitty cornered uh because you know there's there's kitty corner catty corner and cougar cornered uh cougar a cougar corner is a bar uh where you leave your grandmother your single your divorced grandmother um <sighs> we're going to make it we're going to make it through this episode okay um we have some, so I'm taking a pause, but I'm still going to be recording some episodes just to have a few in the can because life happens. Uh, I work for a church, surprisingly. I work for a church, and there's a lot of stuff going on. And when when things happen, um, I want to make sure these episodes are coming out every Monday. And so uh, taking a pause helps me record some episodes and have a little bit of a buffer to kind of polish them up and get them get them nice and ready to go. Uh, so I'm not just throwing stuff out there. Um, we're going through a lot of transition personally, not me personally, but well, me, I'm, there's some transition happening to me, uh, upon me. Uh, we just found out that our pastor is being moved to a different parish. 
Um, so there's a lot involved with that right now, just kind of figuring out that whole transition. Just a lot going on. I'm gonna keep. Uh, I'm gonna vlog a little bit. I'm gonna make some some videos of the um, studio renovation and just some other things. Upload some more videos. But hopefully, taking this pause will be really good to kind of put a little, you know, give a little facelift to the podcast. Uh, as you know, probably maybe uh, the plan is every month three interview episodes. So we're gonna have wonderful, amazing guests. You know, musicians, interesting people, uh, authors. Um, an episode I'm really excited about is um, Matt Rossano, psychologist, is coming on who wrote this book, Supernatural Selection. He's actually coming on in a few days, but you won't hear the episode for a while. Also wrote Mortal Rituals. Uh, so super, Supernatural Selection here, How Religion Evolved, which I'm really excited to talk to him about. And then Mortal Rituals, uh, what the story of the Andes survivors tell us about human evolution. This is a story of a rugby team. Uh, they were in a plane that crashed in the Andes Mountains, and they survived for, I think it was a few months. I forget. It was a long time. Uh, so, um, yeah, Matt Rossano is going to be on the podcast. He's the head of psychology department at South- Southeastern Louisiana University. Um, Really interested to talk about these two books with him. Uh, you know, taking a pause from the podcast gives me some time to work on getting some guests on. Curating the guests is is one of the more interesting parts of of the show. I don't want to just have on your normal Scott Hans and Chris Wests and and uh, Raymond Arroyos and those you know Matthew Kellys. You know those kind of. I want to have like a. An, an, an interesting blend, an interesting blend. So I, I'm not going to say much more about that other than I hope that the guests will kind of speak for themselves. Uh, so that's it. That's kind of what I just wanted to say. We're going to do a pause on the podcast until late February, early March ish. Um, every month we're committing to three interview episodes. So the, you know, hopefully the, you know, a guest comes on and then once a month, a the big show, and the big show is me and three other Catholic creative, interesting people. Uh, myself, Ali Hoffman, Johnny Philp, and uh, Nick Gutierrez. And that show is a little more segmented. We go over some news. We do some uh, entertaining little bits, odds and sods, and, and things like that. So that's what you have to look forward to. So uh, thank you, everyone. That's supported the show who shared it on social media anyone who's supporting it on patreon just thank you for um those people you can support the show so this is a labor of love i'm just doing this in my free time with my own resources here uh just figuring this out as we go just creating the type of content that i i would want to watch and listen to just having fun with it and you can help us make this show better. We're still trying to figure out. I mean, like I'm you know, me and my wife are investing, you know, money and time into making this. I want this to be high quality. I don't, I want this to be crappy and we're going to explore a lot together. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to have conversations, interesting people, things are going to be happening. I'm really enjoying every now and then someone will come in the podcast and we'll have a guest. And then if they're like a musician or they, you know, we'll have them then do a, 
like a one-off video just performing something or stuff like that. So fun stuff going on. Um, listener interaction. You can call and leave a voicemail about anything. You can ask a question. You can rep something. I don't know. You can just do whatever. Uh, the voicemails, you can call in at 817-527-1423. We're going to answer some questions. And then also uh, we have some Instagram questions. So let's just go right into that. Um. And then that's pretty much it. That's, you know, we're going to go into some questions and then that's pretty much, oh, you can help make this show better. Uh, if you support us on Patreon or let's say you have a, you have a small business, a business, let's say you have a small business, let's say you get in that small business. Uh, if you have a small business and you want to support the show, you can sponsor the show. We can do an ad read right here with my voice. I will read your ad within reason uh or you can support the show on patreon and we're trying to give um little giveaways and stuff like that trying to curate we're just trying to figure it out i'm not sure if we'll if if the patreon thing doesn't work then maybe we'll go to something else but if you support the show on patreon it helps pay for hosting the podcast you know all of the equipment and if we get enough patreon supporters maybe we can go to multicam that's what i would really love to do to go to multicam really up the production value so that when me, Johnny, Alley, Nick are here, it's just an over the top production. Uh, and it's amazing. So just kind of figuring this out. I really love doing this and this is just it. This is going to be the show forever. So get used to it. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, let's go into some Instagram questions. So if you're not following me on Instagram, I think I use Instagram more than every other social media platform out there right now. Uh, and let's see, I posted, you know, let's ask, let, let's answer some questions here. First question from David Calavita. David asks, is David Calavita your best friend? I'm going to be honest. David Calavita is not my best friend. Um, I think David Calavita is a worthy candidate. For best friend, we live very far apart, and I don't think I've ever seen him in person when he wasn't on a stage. And I think if you're going to be best friends with someone, you have to at least hang out with them when they're not on a stage with a microphone in their hand, and you're in the back of the room, sitting in a metal chair, at you know a life team conference. So I don't think David. Thanks for asking. Uh, um, David Calavi is not my best friend. Now, if we went to the same school or if we lived in the same town, would we be best friends? Absolutely. Would he, would he like my moped? Yes. Would he want to drive it? Yes. Would I let him? Yes. Um, uh, do I appreciate his skill at graphic design? Yes. Do I like how loud he can give a talk? Yes. Um, have I looked up to him for years? Yes. Uh, David Calavita is one of those people that when I was first getting into working for the church and, and working in ministry, I just came across some of his stuff, came across his website and just, I mean, not, not like anything super spectacular. I mean, it was spectacular, but like, no, like there was no huge big thing. It was just the fact that he existed and he had a pulse and he seemed normal and cool, normal, cool, uh, norm core. Um, it really encouraged me because I don't know. There's a weird vibe about youth ministers. And I just liked that this guy was cool. 
and he seemed normal. And anyways, I'm just I'm I'm gushing too much about David Calavita. Loved watching all of his graphic design stuff. And anyways, he's not my best friend, but you know it, he's in the runnings. We'll see where this takes. We'll we'll see where life takes us. Next, Koji DeRamos. DeRamos. Koji DeRamos. Koji asks, I'm a 28-year-old single male looking for a spouse. How old or young is too old or young? I think the rule is something like twice your age plus five. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so if you're 28. No, that can't be right. Um, I'm 28 years old. Well, I think too young would be, I think, honestly, I'm going to, I'm just going to be honest off the top of my head. I think 20, I think younger than 21. Once you're over 21, I feel like dating someone younger than 21 is kind of strange unless you're like right at 21, but like you're 28. I think, I think you should at least date someone over 21. Uh, just because it gets weird when you go out to restaurants and stuff and people are carting, it's just a strange, um, so at least over 21 maybe, but I don't know. Um, you know, love, love is a fickle, a fickle creature or a fickle thing. Um, I don't think you can box in love, but you know, that's the best I got for that. Advice for a 28, Koji also asked, advice for a 28-year-old Catholic man looking for a Catholic spouse in 2019. I think you should go to Seek every time Focus holds a conference. Uh, I think you should go to it. I think that's probably the best place to find a spouse as a Catholic man who's 28 years old looking for a Catholic spouse in 2019. Koji DeRamos asks, are you giving dating advice? I will, I will answer any questions within reason uh, because it helps me talk about stuff on the show. So yes, I will give dating advice. How did you, Koji DeRamos DeRamos asks, how did you propose to your now wife? I took my wife out to a pond in the middle of a suburban city and I sang the song from one of her favorite movies called pure country. I think was the movie. And in the movie at the end, Dusty, whose name is, whose name in real life is Garth Brooks. No, not Garth Brooks. Some country singer. I hate country. It shows you how much I love my wife. Uh, and I sang All Cross My Heart by that guy. Because at the end, he sings that song and then proposes to the, to the girl. So I sang that song and then uh, proposed to my wife. and. She screamed, we're getting married. And this was like the sun had already set. It was pretty late. It was maybe seven or eight. And she screamed, we're getting married. And someone way off in the distance, she's like, ah! And someone way off in the distance just went, woo! So that was pretty interesting. Uh, Koji Doramos, Doramos, if you weren't Catholic, what organized religion would you join? Scientology, question mark? If I was not Catholic and I couldn't choose Catholicism to join, what religious organization would I join? I'm not going to lie. Uh, Rain Wilson uh, was on a podcast where he talked. He, he, he grew up Baha'i. And Baha'i is some type of universalist, I think, 
it's kind of like universalism, Unitarian or something. It kind of like takes a little bit from everything and it just seems real hipster and, and, um, extra. So maybe I'd do that. So then I'd have some common ground with rain and then me and him would be on a first name basis. I'd invite him on my podcast. Podcast would explode. Uh, I would keep, you know, having conversations with people slowly. Eventually though, I would figure out, uh, that I wanted to convert to Catholicism. Favorite Michael Jackson song. I think right now thriller because it scares the crap out of my kids. Uh, who's going to win the soap? Oh, so that was Koji as well. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? This is also Koji. Um, I think the Red Sox. Uh, Koji DeRamos. Do you have an end game for your podcast? If so, what is it? I don't have an end game for the podcast. I love doing this. I love making videos. I love having people on the show. I like having conversations. I like the whole process of recording and just having fun, trying to make people laugh and enjoy themselves, but also every now and then trying to provide value or, you know, talking about things I'm passionate about. And, um, other than that, my end game is to keep this up for as long as possible for years that I'd be able to look back on this at the very least that we'd be able to look back at this. And, um, you know, it's like, it's like extreme scrapbooking. Like podcasting is like, is like, is like millennial extreme scrapbooking podcasting in YouTube. Like we're going to look back on this. This is just a weird extra version of scrapbooking for millennials. And you're just, you're just capturing information, uh, and, and placing it somewhere that eventually 10, 30, 50 years from now, you're putting it somewhere that no one cares, right? No one reads books anymore. No one cares about your scrapbook. I'm collecting all of this stuff, taking you know, slices of time and conversations and information and placing it very meticulously on, on a internet platform, uh, RSS feeds and YouTube. And eventually after 50 or, you know, a hundred years, probably no one will care. So, uh, my end game, but I will say this, I would love to, to have, I mean, we're getting a pretty professional setup. This is a way more professional setup than I've could have ever dreamed of having. I'm so I'm, I'm lucky and, and excited that we were able to slowly over time, you know, gather some equipment and slowly we've kind of gained and in, you know, upgraded and increased the equipment. So I'm very f- thankful for all of that. We're doing it. I would love to have a more, uh, professional setup. I would love to have multicam. I would love to be able to pay a friend to kind of produce it, to produce a show podcast a little more often i uh, have you know multicam stuff like that so that's kind of like the end game would be to get to a place where we're having the big show with all my friends over a little more often and uh that it'd be a little easier to maybe have people come over for the podcast so just kind of building out this studio a little bit we'll see where it takes us um, this is all stream of consciousness, consciousness, just right off the, the top of the dome here. Uh, okay. What are your, uh, so this is Nick De La Torre, Nick De La, let me try that again. This is Nick De La Torre. Nick asks, what are your favorite and least favorite things about existence? Okay. 
Um, I think my favorite thing about existence is probably eating. I really enjoy eating. I think eating, eating is one of the craziest things that we do as humans. We put stuff into a hole in our face and our body knows what to do with it, processes it. But not only that, we're so, um, we're so supernatural about eating. Uh, if you share dinner with someone, think about it. Like if you want to really enjoy someone's company or, uh, share communion, you know, community with someone, you would maybe share a spaghetti squash or just share dinner with them. And I think, uh, as I've transitioned from 2018 to 2019, I think I've realized that what I really want to try to do more often in my life is have these slow, you know, enjoyable dinners with people I care about. Uh, cause there's kind of this time warp that happens. If you're having a really good dinner and you're having really good conversation, just enjoying people around you. I think that's really special. There's something very um, supernatural about that. There's something very otherworldly. You know, time slows down. And I think when we, when we look back on our life, uh, we're going to really enjoy... We're, we're not going to regret the number of very slow dinners wonderful amazing delicious dinners we've had with people we really enjoy family friends um so yeah i think that's one of my favorite things about existence eating with other people i love one of my least favorite things about existence one of my least favorite things about existence is probably probably the threat of 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 uh existential despair so like there's you know, recently, especially when you get older and I don't know, maybe, maybe people that are younger experience this too, but once you, once you cross like 30, your brain starts doing these weird things because for most of your life, you've lived with this idea that you have your parents and you're, you're kind of working up to graduating high school and then going to college and then getting married. But then once you get married and you're in your career for a little bit, you're out in the world for a little bit, you start thinking about your parents getting older, and the whole narrative that you've just, you've assumed to be true your whole life, I need to, I'm growing up and my parents are always there and they're going to support me and encourage me and I'm going to get married and, and um, the narrative starts kind of freaking out a little bit. You're not, you know, your brain starts, ah, like what, how is this going to work? You know? And, and so then you start turning your attention towards your kids, um, which I think is a temptation to just then turn all of your focus and attention towards your kids. And so there's this weird kind of my least favorite thing is the threat of if I'm not, if I'm not, I'm just going to be honest. If I'm not praying every day, if I'm not really connected um, with God and really kind of meditating every day. Um, and if I'm on my phone too much or I'm just kind of overwhelmed and, and don't give enough, uh, kind of prayer time for my mornings, the threat of existential despair, uh, where you're like, Oh, nothing matters, right? Does everything matter? Um, does anything matter? 
is God real? Is this, Oh, are we just on a rock, uh, shooting through space and nothing matters? So there's, um, now I say the threat of existential despair. I'm not saying that I actually, I actually believe that, but it's just, as you get older, you know, I was raised religious, raised Catholic. And I don't think I've ever, I don't think it hasn't been very often that I've had to wrestle with that. I've had to wrestle with this kind of like existential atheistic type despair. Um, and I think it's good. I'm not, I'm not, I don't freak out about it. I think it's good to feel that a little bit because it's there because it's there, especially, I mean, people that don't believe in a God or don't believe are not religious. I mean, they deal with that. You have to deal with that. And so I think feeling that a little bit, um, I don't panic, but that is, that recently has been my least favorite thing. Okay. That's way too, that was way too intense for this very, what's supposed to be a very short podcast. Um, okay. That's all of our Instagram questions. So now we're going to turn on over to our voicemails. I think we got, um, a few voicemails. Let, let's just make sure these Instagram questions are up to date. Yeah. All right. We're going to turn it over to our voicemails here. Here we go. This one is from, I'm not sure. Here we go. Brother. All right. That is Katiri. <laughs> Katiri, a friend from college. Uh, it translated it as Bravo, but she said, brother. Um, which is a callback to Julian Smith, a YouTube channel, and this wonderful video where he makes a pot of Kool-Aid for his friend. And for whatever reason, me and Kateri would always just, brother. Um, so thank you, Kateri, for sending that in. Uh, I think I think she sent in another voicemail. Here, let's hear this. Tell me the funniest thing that Danielle said today. I know there were at least seven hysterical things she said today. Pick one. Okay, Katiri, thank you. Calling in. Katiri asked, uh, what is the funniest thing Danielle said today? Um, I was at work a lot today. I'm sure it was probably something in our text message. My wife will say very hilarious things unintentionally. Um, and let's see if she... Let's see. I think the funniest thing Danielle said today, I actually talked to her earlier. Now nah, I got nothing in my text messages here. Um, I talked to her earlier and my kids were listening to this band called five iron frenzy and this song called these are not my pants. And I think um, they were so caught up in the spirit of the song that one of the, one of our kids, maybe the three year old or the two year old or someone, uh, just drop trow, just drop those trow. And, uh, my wife told me that she had to say, pull up your pants. So I think that's probably the funny, it's not funny, but it's the funniest thing that was said today. Okay. Here's another, um, here's another question or a voicemail, I guess that came in. Let's listen to this. Hi. Okay. My question is, um, if you have a friend who um, is kind of Christian, but they're not baptized. Um, okay, so if you have a friend who's kind of Christian, but not baptized. Okay, I think I get that. How do you think is a good way to spread the faith with them? Thanks. 
Um, big fan of your show. My name is Lourdes from Virginia. Well, thank you, Lourdes from Virginia. That was a wonderful. Thank you for sending in that voicemail and asking that that question. Um, if you have a Christian, let's just listen back. If you have a Christian friend who's not baptized, Hi, okay. My question is: um, if you have a friend who um, is kind of Christian but they're not baptized, um, okay. How do you think is a good way to spread the faith with them? Okay. So, if you have a friend who's kind of Christian, so let's just say because I I can't ask her. Um, uh, if you have a friend who's kind of Christian, so maybe they're open to Christianity, maybe they trust, maybe um, maybe they have a bridge of trust there with a family member or someone that they know. They're kind of they're open to Christianity, the idea of Christianity, or maybe the Bible, maybe uh, someone who goes to church. They're open to Christianity, but they're not baptized. Uh, how would you spread the faith with them, or how would you how would you talk to them about the faith? Well. Uh, it, I would say my answer to this changes on, I mean, it just depends on every situation. It depends on the person's background, what, what they, you know, what part, what bridges of trust they do have with the faith. Um, I would highly recommend reading Sherry Waddell's book, Forming Intentional Disciples, um, that talks a little bit about the thresholds of conversion that someone walks through, going from trust to uh, curiosity, openness, seeking, and then finally an intentional disciple has a lot of good um, good suggestions and tips and advice. But I would say the most important thing you can do, if you have a friend, so let's say they're your friend, they trust you, and they're open to Christianity, but they're not baptized. Um, I would try to figure out where they are. Are they in a place where they just cr- trust Christianity, but they're not that interested in learning more? Um, then I think you might want to try to stir up a little bit of curiosity, not, not forcing it on them, but stirring up curiosity. A lot of times, uh, asking them questions like, uh, you know, and don't ask this every time you see them, but you might want to ask questions like, you know, can you, this is again from Sherry Waddell. Can you describe your relationship with God up to this point in your life? What has it been like? Or maybe, um, ask questions like, what do you think happens when we die, which is <laughs> pretty, that's morbid. Don't just drop that over a taco, but, um, or what do you think the meaning of life is? Or, you know, asking these questions to help them kind of think through and talk out and just actively listening to their answer. Um, you could stir up curiosity by maybe every now and then sharing a little bit about what your journey of faith has been like. What has it been like for you, um, to be in a personal relationship, uh, with Jesus? What has it been like to walk in faith? What does baptism mean to you? Why did you get baptized? Um, why does the church matter to you? And uh, with all this stuff, you know, you don't want to just dump it on people constantly, but you know, when, when those conversations come up, um, so it's a fine line to walk. You don't want to be overly preaching, but you also, um, you don't want to never talk about the faith. So sometimes asking questions can be really helpful to just spark up conversation. And like Sherry talks about in her book, Forming Intentional Disciples, and I found this as well. So a lot of times when you ask someone what they think and you really are focused on only listening and actively listening and not waiting to share your own thing, but just listening and asking clarifying questions and helping them kind of unpack what it is they believe. A lot of times it's it might be the only time 
someone's been asked that seriously about, you know, about the faith or a more serious question. And it might be the only time that someone uh, has given them that level of, of attention and listening. So we did a training at our parish where we, we practice this. We practice just giving one person 30 minutes to share and, and the four people that were the volunteers who were supposed to be active listening, they were not allowed to share anything about themselves. All they could do is ask if they needed to ask clarifying questions. But other than that, they were just solely focused, nothing else, no, no phones, no other agendas, no nothing, just 30 minutes to just listen to this person talk about where they were on their spiritual journey and what, what that journey has been like and what their relationship with God has been like. And it's so funny how many people said that just, just sharing that some people said they had never really articulated it out loud fully to someone else before. Uh, and, and that they found it interesting to hear what they were saying, what the, to hear what they were saying, what they themselves were saying. Um, and other people said, wow, like I've, I've never, it's been a very long t- time since I've had that much undivided attention from someone who really cared and wasn't just waiting to say their next thing, but they actually, you know, they cared and they wanted to share that. So I think asking questions, um, sharing what it was like, if you could relate to maybe the stage in their spiritual journey that they're on. So what was it like? Maybe if you ever, there was a time in your life where you were open to the faith, maybe you weren't baptized. Maybe you were, maybe you were just kind of seeking out what you believed and share with them, you know, what helped you get through that? So anyways, that was a wonderful question. Thanks for asking that, um, whoever that was. Um, and again, you can call in at 817-527-1423 and ask a question, be on the show. We'll just play it. A lot of times I don't even listen to it beforehand. Don't take advantage of that. All right. But, uh, we just play it on the show here live. So that's it. That's all we got for the show. Um, very excited for the studio renovation, still working on it, figuring it out. It's a small little area here, but um, you can follow along on YouTube and Instagram. Uh, if you you know want to be on the show, reach out to me. If you want to sponsor a show, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash the show. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know what you think about the show, what your favorite episode's been, and we're going to go a few weeks without new episodes, but I think it's going to be worth it. We're hopefully give a little facelift, record some episodes. Uh, Matt Cranley was in the studio a few days ago, so that episode will be coming out. Uh, once we relaunch, uh, Dr. Matthew Rosano and a few other people that we're trying to line up for the podcast, send in suggestions. Um, yeah, just thank you for, for coming along this journey and this ride of figuring out what this is and what else did I want to talk about. Is there anything else? Um, I'm going to be in Tampa, Florida, October 25th to the 27th, putting on a men's retreat at my home parish. So I don't know if you're going to be in Tampa around that time you know, shoot me something on Instagram and maybe we can hang out. I'm also going to be in Toledo putting on a youth minister, a diocesan youth ministers training, February 28th. Pretty sure that's the right date. This is all 2019. Uh, I should have said that first date first. Um, I'm going to be at Exalt Plano. Let's see what, when that is. I'm giving a talk on um, the charisma, proclaiming the charisma and Moral Therapeutic Deism, and that is going to be February 5th, Exalt Plano at Prince of Peace in Plano. That's going to be awesome, so come out to that and say hi. Shoot me a text. Um, 
And that's all we got for the show. Uh, for now, I read and respond to every comment on YouTube and Facebook. And be sure to, um, yeah, yeah, just, just thanks. I'm just grateful. 2019 is going to be a fun year, a lot of transition, but I'm really excited. Oh, and man, we got some other projects I can't even talk about yet. Some big projects. Uh, me and my friend Nick Gutierrez are launching another big project we can't even talk about yet. So I'm excited about that. And yeah, we're just going to play this out. Okay. God bless everyone. If you, hey, and also, if you're listening this far, you're a super fan. Uh, the other thing you can do is send me a package. All right. Send me a package. Send it to my parish because I don't want to give out my home address, but send it to the parish. Attention, Edmund Mitchell, 861 Wildwood Lane, Grapevine, Texas, 76051. And if you want me to review something or open something up on the show or you have some swag that you want me to put behind here, uh, I just want to interact more with the audience, uh, with the audience, with you, dear listener. So thanks so much again. And uh, let's just play this out. See you guys later.